You guys, I think at least what I've gotten so far, and I told this to Amanda earlier today, is that you all teach me as much as I teach you. I'm inspired by people that don't make excuses that say, you know what, I'm actually going to go after a goal. I might not know how the heck to do it right now. She was just making two to $4,000 in a year online just two years ago. Last year, she did 20, 24000 $24, right? Last yep. year, she did $24,000 online. Hey, guys, what's up? You are about to listen to a two-part series that I did with this amazing lady here, Amanda Fisher from Empower Your Pelvis. In part one that you're about to listen to, we talked about her story, who her audience is, how she's been able to become a part of the 500-100 club. You'll have to listen to find out all the struggles that she's had as both a pelvic health brick and mortar practice owner with a pretty big team and having a really massive Instagram audience and building it to where she sold over $100,000 this year online. So she's done both. And you're going to hear all of that in part one of this episode. All right. I hope you guys enjoy Welcome to the Wealth Code Secrets Podcast, where I'm going to be bringing you on my personal journey to attaining wealth and fulfillment in the most important areas of my life. I want to teach you everything I know so that you can make the rest of your life the best of your life. Make sure you like and subscribe. Now onto the show. Welcome to the Wealth Code Secrets Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Todd. Today, I have a special guest that's going to inspire you, hopefully educate you as well and give you some ideas and understanding that really don't even have to be within a box. You don't even have to be outside a box. What did I tell you today? There is no box. There is no box. You don't have anything. Amanda Fisher from Empower Your Pelvis. Welcome to the Wealth Code Secrets Podcast. Thank you for having me. Wonderful. Have you listened to this podcast before? You listen to a couple episodes? Every week. Is it cool that you're now on the podcast and now you're gonna listen to yourself? I know, my husband's probably gonna listen to it first. (laughs) Awesome. Shout outs to Brett. Much love, brother. I wish you could come down here and go fishing with me. But right now we got to handle some business. Why don't you tell them why you've been here over the last 24 hours? Yeah. So I own a company called Empower Your Pelvis. It started out as a brick and mortar based company. Actually, we started going into homes. I started going into homes to treat women who had just had babies and then soon wanted to stay within city limits and rented out a closet out of a PT clinic and start started building my business there. Quickly outgrew that, all doing this while pregnant with our third boy and going through life as having three kids and building a business is crazy. So around year two, we outgrew that space and went into a larger place and developed staff. And with COVID, quickly jumped online like the rest of us, many of us did. And now we have our clinic-based business, Empower Your Pelvis for Pelvic Health, and our online-based as well. So I came down here to really level up and make it go even faster than what we've been doing. Wow. I had no clue that you started in a closet. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. little support room closet, 10 by 10, where they were storing TheraBand, blow-up balls, exercise (laughs) equipment. And I begged him to let me use the room. When did you start? In the closet um, was May 2017. May 2017. Yes. I just found out I was pregnant with our third boy. Put in my two weeks. 
found out two days later that I was pregnant. I was like, oh boy. Okay. Yep. We're jumping in. Okay. So let's, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to ask you this. I wasn't going to ask you this, but what if you had found out prior that you were preggers? Would you have still left your job? I had been thinking about leaving since October of 2016. Okay. And so it was, it was something that I wasn't happy working in the corporate world as mm-hmm. a PT. I felt like there was lots of women at the time that needed a lot of public health. And I think it probably would have scared me a little bit, mm-hmm. but I don't know that for some reason with that pregnancy, it actually gave me what I felt like superpowers. Cause I went at it, went crazy and nothing was going to stop me. And uh, it was after having him that I was like, wow, this was a lot harder and I'm a lot crazier than I anticipated with hormones. Yeah. Things I always tell people, whoever I treated during that time frame, I'm a way different person now. It's a little <laughs> so hormonal. You, so you want to tell them you're sorry right now? <laughs> sorry. I'm really sorry, guys. Thanks wow. for sticking with me. So I did not know that started that way. I did, I did not know the closet story. So 2017. Here we are recording this at the end of 2021 and that I call you the unicorn. And you're like, I don't really understand because it's so funny, you guys. Most of my clients don't understand the how much amazing things they've done. And, and that's in a way that can be a good thing and that can be a bad thing. In a way, it's awesome because they stay humble and they stay hungry. And those are the people that I really love to work with the most. But... That could also be bad sometimes because you have to really understand what you've accomplished. You know what I mean? And so we have to have a balance with that. With that said, Amanda is, I consider a pelvic health unicorn. And I don't know if she's okay with me saying she's part of like certain clubs. There are people that make over $100,000 a year. or There's people that make over $500,000 a year. There's people that make over a million dollars a year, da, 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 da. But Amanda has done that. And she's done that in two businesses. And you have been able to make multi six figures in your business for your brick and mortar. Yes. Right? But she's also been able to do over six figures online. So can you tell us how you've done that? Because most people feel as though they have to pick one or the other. Everybody is trying to identify themselves as, hey, GT, are you insurance-based? Hey, are you cash-based? Hey, are you online? Hey, you're a coach. And, and they think just everything has to be within these confines. Mm-hmm. But you've done both. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, it started, again, when I was pregnant. I had planned to write an ebook at the time because that was what was really big. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wrote an ebook that while sitting in the NICU, so maybe a week out of delivery, I launched it. And that was my first online piece was sitting in the NICU and emailing people, thanking them for purchasing this ebook. And then from there, I have a strong heart for strong passion for C-section moms. And I started thinking, okay, how can I help more C-section women? Especially my third kid was not taking a bottle, so I couldn't leave him. I would go see patients for two hours, come back, feed him. We got a motherhood stuff, but I thought if I could treat more C-section or help women, C-section women online, that could fill my cup while not being able to see that many C-section people in person. So I started these Facebook groups and really working online, recording videos and sending them out via email campaigns Mm. is how that started. And then at the same time, that picked up maybe 2019 where I'm like, wow, this is a thing because I would, I made $2,000 one month and the next one was $3,000, the next one was $4,000. But at the same time, my 
brick and mortar was picking up. And I started to see the correlation. They were very complementary of each other. So mm. as I was advertising more online for the online stuff, people were wanting to come into the clinic as well. That was a big where I realized I needed to hire staff was right. fall of 2019. Oh. So we hired our first therapist and moved clinics because she would, her and I would treat Saturdays and Sundays in this little closet, mind you. I'd be like, hey, I'm going to leave at two o'clock. You want to come in and see from two to six? And then we would do this. We probably did it for three months before it was like, okay, we've got to find a new space. We can't work out of the closet anymore. And once she came on, it was January, 2020. So Morgan started January, 2020. We hired our first admin, January, 2020. My second PT started March 16th, 2020. And everybody knows what happened that week. The world shut down. Um, So we had to learn. We pivoted like we had to, and we shifted to more online programs and mm-hmm. that's when everything really started well, to go crazy you guys please i hope what you're taking away so far of from this story is you don't have to start with everything figured out. amanda has said a couple things number one is she actually started in a closet y'all with a bunch of therabands Okay, and she was helping women out i'm assuming and like in 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 very compromising things and she's a pelvic health therapist okay we'll just leave it at that in a closet in a closet where there's a bunch of blow up dolls and this and that and da 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 da. lord have mercy y'all like you don't have to have everything perfect she hired her first team member while still in a closet (laughs) okay you guys oh my gosh i'm seeing that i'm i she she created her first ebook while she was in the NICU yeah i was getting ready to deliver just Riding away and then, yep, made it final, sent it out while in the NICU. What made you do that? What, while you were going through that, where most people, this is, again, I need to make sure that you understand it. You're not normal. So most people <laughs> wouldn't do that. What was going on that made you say, I need to do this? Something was happening. We're going to figure I, this out. I was pregnant. I was working for myself and I knew I wouldn't have a maternity leave. I didn't have mm. vacation pay. So I thought, how can I offset that? And so I started writing this ebook. I think I was seven months pregnant and it ends up, it's 64 pages long and it has exercises on how to lift, how to change a baby's diaper, like the correct body mechanics. And, but I, it's a lot of my story in there too. And I just, I thought this is going to save me. This is going to get us through. And it did great. Um, I think we did $8,000. It felt really good at the time, $8,000 mm. in that year. And I was like, that served its purpose. But then since that year, it, I mean, our online sales doubled the next year. And then last year in 2020, I think we hit 24,000 for online sales and I like goals. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, I want to double that. I want to hit 48,000. And I remember telling that to my husband he was like, huh, are you sure that's it? And I was like, okay, now you're challenging me. I want to hit six figures. And one of my staff members, we had made that a goal and put it on a champagne bottle. When we hit six figures, I can't drink it right now. So it's still sitting right, right, due right, to our boot camp. Of boot camp. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But it has 100K on the champagne bottle. And ironically, people don't understand that sales. A lot of people will come into my office and they're like, oh, is this how many people you want on Instagram? I was like, no, I really don't care about how many people are on Instagram. This is my sales goal. So sales goal right. And next year, we're leveling that up even more. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. You guys, I think... At least what I've gotten so far, and I told this to Amanda earlier today, is that you all teach me as much as I teach you. I'm inspired 
by people that don't make excuses that say, you know what, I'm actually going to go after a goal. I might not know how the heck to do it right now. She was just making two to $4,000 in a year online just two years ago. Last year, she did 20, 24,000. 24, right? Last yep. year, she did $24,000 online. And now she's like she's blown past the six figure mark, but she had that goal. She had that goal. She didn't know how she was going to do it, but she had the goal and she put it out there. There are so many people that suppress themselves and suppress all the amazing things that, that God has put on their heart because they're so afraid that, wait a minute, why would I make this a goal if I don't know how to do it? That's the point. That's the point is to put it out there and allow yourself to imagine and dream and then say, okay, so how can this happen? Who do I need to know? Who can I learn from? And Who could guide me? We surpassed probably what we had made last year by April. No, March. It was March 2021. And then it took a lull. And we only were selling $1,000 online. And at the time, I we I had taken a quarter off from you. Right, right, right. Yeah. Because I yeah. felt, okay, I'm a little stressed. I need to focus on everything Greg has taught me. But when I took that time off, I noticed things weren't moving the direction that I needed it to go. Mm -hmm. I needed Greg back in my life. I needed the whole crew to really keep guiding me where I need to go. So when I did hit a couple hiccups, I don't have to sit there and wait and wonder what are we going to do? What should I do? I go talk to the people who've been there and done it and figure out, okay, this is, this helps speed up the process so much faster. So that's a lot of the good stuff. And we've had lots of success with working with Amanda and her team and all the things that they've been able to do brick and mortar wise and online. But let's keep it real 100 with people. Not like everything goes perfect because then you'll think maybe you're listening right now and you're like, man, I've been at this for three years and I'm not doing six figures and multi six figures and have a practice and have seven employees or whatnot. So can you tell us some of the struggles you've had online? Lay that out for people. Some of the struggles and in the beginning, I would have one or two people that weren't fond of the quality. And again, I was in a closet, mm-hmm. <laughs> closet with fluorescent lights. I didn't have a ring light. So the quality was a little off learning. I'm not tech savvy. So the struggles of learning how to make things work. I am a mom of three. And at the time I had a four, two and a six month old or younger while trying to also do the online world. And it was hard. I would be exhausted. I would have vomit all over myself and I'd have to get online with people and walk them through exercises. Mm. So the fatigue, I think of learning how to manage on kids that aren't on schedules, they're never on a schedule. So that online piece was a little hard dealing with the different time zones was hard to negate, but then you just realize, okay, you put it out what works best for you and everybody else can hit the recording or come back later. That was Probably the biggest of the online stuff and then learning, okay, I'm doing it via email. And at the time I didn't know how to schedule it. So I was having to get up at a certain time, copy and paste everything into my Gmail to send it out. And that was also hard. So learning, oh, you can actually set it up in MailChimp or you can set it up in ConvertKit was a lifesaver. Or now there's campaigns you can have set ahead of time, even way in advance to have that happen for you. But yeah, that probably are. I think there's a huge lesson in here. A lot of times you all are asking, gosh, if I can, life would be so good if I could just get to where a man is at. It'd be so good if I can get to where GT's at or whoever. I think what we have to 
understand and go back to is the biblical principles about stewardship, meaning that you actually have to be willing to start right now with what you have and where you are. Amanda just talked about some of her struggles online, and some of those struggles were around the tech issues. She didn't say, well, since I don't know how to do MailChimp, I don't know how to use ConvertKit, I don't know how to use this, I don't know how to use that, I'm not going to do it. It's like, what do I know how to use? She knew how to send out an email. You had Gmail, right? Mm -hmm. And she knew that was a free account, and I can just write up an email, and I could send it out to someone. Line carbon copy. And BCC. (laughs) And that is the most ghetto way of doing it, y'all. Okay, it really is. But that, to me, is you showing the Lord, hey, I'm willing to work with what it is that you have given me and what I currently know. And when people are saying, man, if I can just get a break, if I could just get a breakthrough, you've had an 18 million viewed reel. <laughs> if I could just get that break like Amanda, then everything will work out for me. But the truth of the matter is, is that you have things right in front of you and you're not being a good steward of it. You're just not. And it's not, you're not ready for the 18 million. It, you're not ready for it because there's going to be a response to that. And you haven't shown that. You're willing to actually do it for two people. You, you, you haven't shown that, hey, I'm going to do things, even if I don't feel prepared for it, I'm going to do it anyways with the resources that I have. I think that's a really important thing for you all to grasp because a lot of people just want to talk about the highs, but there's a reason why she gets that. It's because she's actually shown that she's a great steward of the very little, the little understanding of tech, the little setup that she has that was like straight ghetto. It's, it doesn't matter. I'm going to work with what I have. Okay. Let's talk about some of the struggles with brick and mortar. Come on. Keep it, real. it used to be just me. So I could answer to myself if I hadn't met an expectation, it was on me um, dealing with staff. You're dealing with lots of opinions or lots of people's schedules. So if people are sick, you've got to figure out how we're going to meet, those ends by the end of the month, rent got a lot higher this past February. We moved into a new space of so February 2021 because we quickly remember, we quickly outgrew our closet and then we quickly outgrew our three room clinic um, and moved into a 3000 square foot space. Mm. But the rent is four times what we were paying with just three therapists. And now there's five of us in there. So rent goes up, expenses go up. We have insurance expenses or reimbursement keeps going down. I want to pay my staff more. So you're dealing with all of those inner feelings, internal beliefs of maybe I'm not meeting expectations, but it's hard to meet them if we're getting reimbursed less. So learning to raise rates in what back in June when we talked about this, I made a lot of excuses on it's where we're located being in the Midwest. You pay less for things like that's just the mentality like homes are less. Gosh, not anymore. Homes are up a ridiculous amount. Everybody else is raising rates like we can raise rates as PTs, too, and we shouldn't feel bad about it because we're worth that. We have our doctorate, for goodness sakes. So we need to be making sure that we're charging for what we're worth and what we're helping people with, too, and yeah. what that means to them. Uh, you guys, this is we're trying. I Listen, if I'm going to bring people on the podcast, we're going to keep it real. We're going to keep it like 100. We're not just going to tell you about all the highs and tell you about the great stuff and then just stroke our egos and then make you feel like you're a freaking loser because you haven't 
made, you know, nearly a million dollars, you know, online or this or that or whatever. Okay. Like we're not trying to do that. There's a lot of good and a lot of blessings that have come her way. There's a lot of really tough obstacles that have come that way as well. And I really believe that in the entrepreneur world that we live in, in the social media thing where it's, okay, I want to just show people all the great so that they go and they buy a program or they go and do this or they think they no, it's hard. It's hard. What else is hard? What else is hard is like working for someone that you don't believe in or you don't believe in their mission or you don't have freedom. You don't have freedom over your schedule, freedom over your time, freedom over the way that you want to do things. It's not easy. Okay. And working with insurance is hard. And working with cash is hard. It's all hard. Yeah. And we got, so we got terminated by Blue Cross Blue Shield um, in October. And so we're filming this now in December, but so a couple months ago, and I ran into one of my old bosses from my very first job and he was like, Fisher, and that's my last name, but he's, did you really drop Blue Cross Blue Shield? And I was like, yeah, we got the letter They we got terminated. And he's like, but you didn't sign off on what they're doing. I said, no, we can't afford it. I know if I go down that path. We are negative on profit for the year. And so I know that path is not going to work for our company. We'll have to shut the doors. And he was like, good for you. I gave him a piece of my mind on that paperwork, but then I signed it and I agreed to it. (laughs) Hey, Wealth Creator, I want to thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Wealth Code Secrets Podcast. If you have not done so, please subscribe and review this podcast so we can move up in the rankings and get more people access to the Wealth Code. Now, I know this. If I've taught you right, told you, you got to bring value to others. And the best way to bring value to people is by sharing the things that have brought value to you. So share out this episode with your friends, tag me in it. I'll give you a hug and a kiss later on. Okay. And the final thing is this, if you would like to hear more content from me on how to leverage your business today, go to gregtodtv.com forward slash leverage. I have given the most amazing training on how to leverage your business so that you can access the wealth code. Again, gregtodtv.com forward slash leverage. You're done with me. Go over there now. All right, y'all. Let's make your days count. Till next time.